Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do you know what I feel like doing? Jumping into another Metaverse? Of course, I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on all things that are Phase 6 related, and I'm joined by my co-host. What up, guys? It's his Phase 5 to my Phase 6. What up, guys? It's AIM on the mic. And we don't know, what, but what do we know about Phase 6? We know at least three solid things, and the rest of this podcast is going to be pure speculation on our part. But we're here today to talk about Marvel Phase 6 and all the movies that were announced and all potential fill-ins. But before we get into that, we'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Thanks, guys. So right now, we're going to go over uh, what was announced and for Marvel Phase 6. Not a lot. Not a lot. But... I think there's a I think there's a fair amount of stuff that we could go over. Now, as I'm looking at a potential fan cast for oddly enough, no pun intended, for the Fantastic 4, let's just jump into who we think the lineup will be. I want to first address the John Krasinski stuff because Kevin Feige said it was more or less for Multiverse of Madness. That was more or less fan service and kind of like a throwaway one-time deal. Do I think he'll make a great Reed Richards? Of course I do. I'm a (laughs) sucker for him. Like, just give me him, Emily Blunt, his wife, his real-life wife, as, you know, Sue Storm. I think that'd be great. But who would you who would you who would you want for your human torch? Because if if in a perfect world, since I grew up in watching these in the two thousands, give me Chris Evans and oh a different <laughs> as the human torch from a different universe, I would be happy if they did that. I mean, he did say he would like to like potentially do something like that again. I don't know. Make me happy, Chris Evans, please, please. So I wanna I want to, I guess while we're on Human Torch, I have seen, or I have one definite casting, and I'm going to try to find the actor's name. Uh, and, I, you know, I don't think no one, yo, the 2004 Fantastic Four, Chris Evans, killed that role. No one can top him. You can say anybody's name. You know what? Kevin Hart. Let's give, let's give Kevin him. Hart. <laughs> let's Imagine. Change it up. Let's change that would, him. That would be... That would be electric, because, uh, you know, or Tom Holland, just cast him, because he's cast in everything, you know? Oh, yeah, right. Uh, but for right now, I'll give you the one I've seen most on the internet. It is Zac Efron being casted as Human Torch. I can see that. I'm not I'm not too against Zac Efron being Human I, Torch. I agree 110%. I think that Zac Efron not only branched out from his high school musical days, but he very much looks the part, and I, he can play a hothead. So I mean, he just, just played Troy from High School Musical. Was he He was in uh, Baywatch? Was it Baywatch or something in, with The Rock? He, he was in Baywatch. He was also in um, Neighbors 2. That great there movie. Go. Hey, there's, there's the two. But... For my pick for Human Torch, DeKare Montgomery, 
He is Billy Hargrove from Stranger Things. He's the older brother to Sadie Sink's character, Max Mayfield. This, this, I, is, this is when the part when I say I've never seen the show, nor no, I don't know what this actor looks like. I, I will give you, I will give you the the information you need. Here, here I'm sending you the link. Click on it and just give me based off looks and just whatever you know, whatever happens, happens. But you, you know, no, he was the Red Ranger in the Power Rangers movie, the newer one. Ew, really. I don't like the new Power Rangers movie. That, that, that was a hot. But he was the Red Ranger that, that, as a reference that you would understand. Yeah, but a Green Ranger all the way. Or no, actually, I was more a fan of the White Ranger. I understand, but I'm saying for reference point, uh, Decare Montgomery. I just think he would make an awesome Human Torch. Now, so Bowie, let me give, let me give you mine. Yes, for sure. So I, just, I just thought of it. Okay. Our boy and our friend of the Get Comfy Podcast, um, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll, Bro. are you insane? <laughs> Yo, tell me that would be sick. Yeah, that would be a little uh, <laughs> jarring to, to say the least. Dude, uh, give me Nick Kroll. Nick's Nick's a friend of this podcast. We had him on here with the rest of the cast of the Get Comedy Podcast. Give, give me Nick Kroll as um the Human Torch. Oh, all right. Well, if we're doing comedic stuff, I think we'll branch into who would play Ben Grimm, the thing. Uh. I've seen, I've seen, and this is just all speculation, John Cena. No. I know, I know. No. This is this is just what I've seen on the internet. This is what I've seen on the internet. Here's a better person. The okay. Rock. Oh, my God. <laughs> Poetic justice, I guess. That'll be that. A full round of dog. Now, the one I've seen that is often scaring me a little bit to say the least would be Seth Rogen. I've seen a lot for whatever reason, Seth Rogen as the thing. I, I don't get really. it. I don't get it. And this is the problem I have with uh, David Harbor playing red guardian in the black widow series. I think he would have been a perfect Ben Grimm playing the thing. Nah, I, I just think it's very much there. I, I don't know. That, that's just me. Now, who would you cast? Who who would be your big bald rock man? You you're sticking with the rock, I assume. Um, you could do the rock. Um, you could do um Mother's Milk from the Boys. Ooh, that I, would be good. I feel like that would be great because Mother's Milk. If you guys don't watch um the Boys, he's really funny. He's also Ooh. built as well, and I think he'd be a great touch to it. A little tough guy will. Granted, I'm taking liberally from the boys, but I feel like this actor, because not only in the show, he's just a tough guy, but he's also a sensitive guy, he's just so funny, and I think that'd be a great thing for the thing, somebody who needs to be comedic, but also needs to be serious, and a, and a whimper, but you know, Rock, besides, you know, he's still up there. It's right there, that's they, an easy layup. Yeah, like, take him out of Black Adam, because that movie's bombing right now, and the uh, and just be like, there you go. Just zap him over. Now and you then, did bring then, up the boys. And, and then you put Chris Evans, you put Kevin Hart as the Human Torch. Because, oh you know, God. you can't have a rock movie without Kevin Hart. <laughs> they oh, got to be together. <laughs> Boom. Look at that. Writes itself. You know, easy layups for days. Mm-hmm. Now, I do want to address, since you brought up the boys, um, just a quick little um, reference point. Uh, Jesse Ackles, who played Soldier Boy in that series. Oh, it does a great job. Such. Human Torch. 
I'll, I'll be okay with that. I would be a hundred percent. I like them, but um, you know that that is a good pick. Uh, I, I slept on that, but no, human torch and asshole. I'd be like, okay, perfect. It, it's just there now. Yeah. I guess we should do Sue Storm. Um, also Terry Crews for the thing. Terry Crews for Sue Storm. <laughs> for Sue Storm, imagine. Uh, no, for Sue Storm, I'm going one of two actors, and this can go either way. I said um, John Krasinski's wife, his real life mm-hmm. wife, go for it, do that. But again, <laughs> being cheap and being for the sake <laughs> of argument's sake, Aaron Mortiarty from The Boys, Starlight, I think she would make a perfect Sue Storm. I yeah no I 100 agree with that. Uh, I was gonna say the same thing too. Her I think she would be a really good choice. Um, that or you know if you want to do something like an older people because from the multiverse. So another casting, and you're gonna hate me for this because I'm just I gotta bring it up because one a new show of this series is coming out fairly soon, and two I, I just love this show regardless how it ended. And I'm going with Amelia Clark from Game of Thrones, the mother of dragons herself. I think she not only embodies like the blonde hair, but she can act. She's been in a Terminator movie. I I like her as an actor, regardless of what people think. And, you know, her as Sue Storm, it just seems like a perfect pairing. Am I going for the cheap, low-hanging fruit? Of course I am here. You are, 100%. But, you know, Amelia Clark, we need her in the MCU in some fashion. No, 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 no. We've gotten her in Star Wars. I had her in Game of Thrones. Now I need her in a Marvel movie. The, the last time we got somebody from Game of Thrones was the guy from Iron Fist, and we all know how that turned out. But we don't, yeah. But you—that's your dude. You like him over Shang Chi. So yeah, but the, but the show sucked though. So that's besides. But you the point. like the, But you die on that ship. You ah. sink with it. <laughs> but everyone, um, he loved Iron Fist. I'm just saying that those words never came out of my mouth. I just said Shang Chi is just a bootleg version of Iron Fist. But you but, prefer him. That's what you said. I heard it. You heard it here first. Exclusive. Sound the bell. <laughs> Um, another person I want to say for Steam, so I mean, like I was saying before, somebody like maybe older because we saw Re-Reachers and Multiverse, he was kind of older, he wasn't young, so it's like he's been there, and they already had kids in that universe, um, Marilyn from The Boys. Ooh, okay. A nice, calm, soothing lady who can also, you know, manipulate the bad guys, whatever, it sounds evil, I know, but I, I feel like that's a nice person to be, um... You know, hopefully Homelander and Otto, they're spying on her through the walls every five seconds. Imagine. But, Dude, um, uh, yeah, I got something for that, too. But you, we'll, I'll go we'll ahead, go ahead. That. You go ahead. No, no, no. If, are you done with Sue Storm? Yeah, I am done with Sue Storm. Correct. Okay. So, I guess, I think it's no secret, and this will branch us into the next two Avengers movies. Um, with all these rumors of him appearing in a post credit scene in Black Panther Wakanda Forever... I think Doctor Doom is well on his way into the MCU. I was about to say that. We're on the same language. Look at that. It's great. So I, of course, have dropped this many of times. I've said it over and over again. I said, this man should play Doctor Doom. And I'm talking about Cillian Murphy. Killian Murphy, however you pronounce his name. Killian Murphy should play Doctor Doom. He has that cold demeanor. He can play someone that is very much cold, calculating, smart, 
whenever he's on screen, his presence really takes you in and you're glued to what he has to say. The only problem being with Dr. Doom, of course, you never really see his face. That's the only downside. So it's really as easy as casting a voice actor or someone of that nature to play Dr. Doom. But if we're going to get a real actor, go all out for it. Uh, Killian Murphy as Dr. Doom would be my pick. Uh, That's my number one pick. I do have more... I don't want to say grounded because Killian Murphy can very well be in for a role here. Also, too, while we're talking about superheroes, I recently dove back into the the Batman movies, the Christian Bale ones. I love those movies. Like, I have a rekindled love for them. Also, Killian Murphy played Scarecrow in the first Batman movie. And I was like, oh, I recognize you from Peaky Blinders. (laughs) But... Here is a pick that I don't know. You might agree with. You might not. I don't know. And I think it's been very like called for, I guess. But I'm going to go with Keanu Reeves as Dr. Doom. No, no, no. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. Put him him down. Just put him down. Put him down. Someone kill his dog. (laughs) I don't want to hear anything but Keanu Reeves after Cyberpunk. Oh, There's you're no sour off him. Put, put him down for a bit. Um, another person, I feel like you need somebody with it, like a good like accent, even though he's he's from like a fictional area, right? Doctor Doom. So somebody, I would say, um, John Daniel Craig. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, Daniel. I feel like even though I feel like, like I said, Doctor Doom is a fictional character from a fictional country. But I feel like Bond could play a really good uh, Bond. Well, Jane and Daniel Craig could play a really bad guy, and plus with that British accent, yeah, he could make some tweaks. I think that'd be a really good pick for um, Doctor Doom. I, of course, too. I guess that'll wrap up Fantastic Four. Um, just a quick little fan cast for myself. Um, Wolverine, I feel like, is very well on his way too to the MCU. So, uh, Charon, I always get his name wrong. Taron Egerton. He played Eggsy in The Kingsman. Ah, uh, yes, that was a good movie. I very much am about him being Wolverine. I've also heard Daniel Radcliffe being linked to Wolverine. I don't know, but they're they're looking for a short king. So apparently, <laughs> those two guys are short. They're very good. Yeah, you have a question over there. Yes, I just remember as you were saying short and um, kings. I got I thought of two people for the thing. Okay. Um, Jason Siegel. Ooh. Okay. And um, I'm almost, and then the guy who played Punisher. A John Bernthal. Yeah. And then somebody who, because I just saw his latest movie, I would rather him be the Gambit, but Channing Tatum. Ooh, he really wants to play Gambit. I he he, really yeah. does. And he's a, I feel like he's a perfect fit for Gambit, but if that movie yeah. never comes out, because that movie's been in development hell for the past decade and a half. If that's not right, just give him, just give him the thing. Yeah, just, just give him well. the thing. Yeah, that, that's a good pick. I yeah. really like that Channing Tatum. Mm-hmm. Um, I he guess is funny. He is like an incredible actor. I fell in love with him in Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, he's very much, and he can play the serious side too. Mm-hmm. Um, White House Down. I don't know if you've seen that movie. That, I saw that one, and I also saw the This Is the End when he was somebody's slave. Oh yes! Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah, great. Actually... Good times. <laughs> yeah. But you know what else is also... Oh, you're going to say something? No, I was going to say... Now, 
we can talk about the two Avengers movies. Oh, uh, that, um, before we go, uh, before yeah. we talk about that, right, there's something I, I, I want your thought on it because, actually, no, we can do it after we talk about the two Avengers movies. Go ahead. Okay, so it is now known that the next two Avengers movies will be Avengers The Kang Dynasty and Avengers Secret War. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Secret Wars is a Disney Plus series. No, that is that is the title, the working title, November November seventh, twenty twenty five, and that's for Secret Wars, and then Avengers: The Kang Dynasty is May second, twenty twenty five. Now, I'm not going to get into the plots of these movies. I'm not going to get into, you know, the because it's too early. It, it's way too early. Twenty twenty five is fairly far away, and I feel as if the working the working theory for at least for now for us to do would be to create our Avengers lineup. Now it's going to be hard because it's, it's fairly early in the due process of, you know, before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl we haven't even gotten all of these series yet that's the big deal i guess you know so we're gonna go off of what we know right now and with all that being said there are heroes that could appear there's heroes that could be part-timers there's heroes that could pop up out of nowhere and just kind of weasel their way in to the avengers lineup but I'm going to start by doing at least our leads and then potential little add-ons, you know, through, I guess, nefarious means. Um, For our lead, I'm going to say... So, for building our Avengers lineup for these next two movies. For the King Dynasty and Secret Wars. And Secret Wars. Um, 
it's very i'm not trying to stick to the archetype that you know you need your cap replacement you need your iron man replacement you need blah 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 i feel as if there's enough room and enough heroes in the mcu you can let people shine in their own respective you know ways without having the cap replacement mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go for at least who i think will be the lead in this case uh captain marvel I think is a pretty safe lock to be the lead of the Avengers. Right or wrong? Um, I was going to say someone else, honestly. So I'll, who would be your pick for that? Um, Hawkeye, or uh, even though he's kind of semi-retired, and um, the Hulk. Mm. Leading the... Um, somebody smart, someone who's been there since the beginning, leading the charge. Yeah. I, it's just, for me, and... For the sense of Hawkeye, I think they very well they very well made it apparent that he's not in this game that much. I think he's very well a lock to be a part timer or just someone who appears, you know, just to to mess around a little bit. But what about the Hulk? The Hulk, I don't know. That's iffy because I feel like we're gonna be getting a World War Hulk. You know. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with the World War Hulk movie. Marvel doesn't own that movie. Universal owns the Hulk movies. So, like, Marvel can't make a solo Hulk movie. Universal has told that you can have Hulk in other movies, like the Avengers and all that, but you can't make a solo Hulk movie without our permission because Universal is just ass. So, like, She-Hulk? is he's, that a, con- he's allowed to be in She-Hulk. He's allowed to be in other franchise in other movies and shows. Just how we got Thor Ragnarok. He was yeah. in the leading cast. But a solo Hulk movie, you can't have it. You could you could do you could do World War Hulk, World War She Hulk, and just change the premise and have yeah. Bruce Banner there. But you can't have the solo the solo movie facing as the Hulk, which sounds stupid if you ask me. Yeah, it's really all that legality that really yeah. gets you. Um, speaking of legality, um, I think it's very well being built. And I guess while we're talking about Hulk. I think Hulk and She-Hulk are almost a lock for the next Avengers lineup. I don't know about that. Uh, She-Hulk can kind of be like iffy, but I feel she's very much being put in place if the series goes over well and it's well recepted or, you know, it's taken in well. I think she can be a good enough uh, addition and she kind of adds that modern flair I just literally watched the first episode and I like her character. I like the um, the tenacity she has. I'm trying to find the word for it, but like she has a lot of um, what's the word? It's escaping me. Hardness. Well, I've given my opinion on uh, big girl season coming up. <laughs> um, charismatic. She's very charismatic. And I think she can very well carry some scenes. So mm-hmm. there's that. Uh, with that, um, maybe. Well, who knows? The show just came out um, this month. So we just see how that handles it. I think it's still an eight-episode series. So did you she only get six? I think it's eight or nine. Oh, well, yeah. But they give my hot boy Hawkeye only six. Okay, I see how it is, Disney. Right. Um, so that's your, uh, for Elo movies, right? For King Dynasty or Secret Wars? I still have a few, but, like, I feel yeah. like this lineup can carry over into, you know, any Either of the movies. Yeah. Yeah, I can agree. Um, King Dynasty, I could see Moon Knight making an appearance in that. 
with that. It's been season two is coming out. That's also slated for phase six as well. Yeah, that's so, true. That one, I'm excited for it. I can't wait for it. Um, here's something you like since you're a big fan of this character. I think and I know what you're going to say. And he might be in the Avengers movies. Uh, Spider-Man 4, which is actually slated to 2024 if Tom Holland signs pen to paper. I feel like it's almost a lock. You know, I, I think, tw- like I said, 2025 is very far away. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that can happen. I said, 2024, then. Then, yeah, I said 2024 by accident. 2025, that's what I mean. Either way, like, yeah. it's a lot can happen in that short amount of time, too. Remember, remember a couple years ago where our parents had a divorce and Sony was like, this is our Spider-Man now. Bye, guys. There almost wasn't, like, yeah. anything to be talked about. Um, I think that's very well a movie that can fill in. I also want to just quickly, like, quickly go through my last few Avengers here. Oh yeah, yeah go ahead. I think Ant Man, mm-hmm. Sam Wilson, Captain America mm-hmm. seems safe. Whoever is playing Black Panther, whoever, you yeah, know, to be decided. TVD. Yo, yo give yeah. me, give me, uh, Bucky. Make him the White Panther. Oh my god. I feel like that'll come, like, eventually. That has to. I, I can pay it all. Because they, they call them that, right? The White Panther or whatever? Something like that. Something like that. And then my boy, Shang-Chi. No. I think no, he's no, very no, well no, being no, in that no, Avengers no, lineup. No, 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 to stay over there in the, in the Asian Asia, um, area, there you go. Just stay hey, I'm just calling it like I see it. No, 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 no. We don't need it. We don't need it. We don't need it. We don't, but... Because we have Doctor Strange's buddy, um, the Sorcerer Supreme, that dude. Wong? Yeah, we have him to f- fill in the Asian community over there to fill that gap in. All <laughs> I'm saying is you better embrace Shang-Chi. That's nope. all I'm saying. Mm-mm, it's... Mm-mm, but, I just like the actor. I think yeah. he's cool. He's very down-to-earth, and just he's really much about like mm-hmm. just being a representative for that community and he's just funny like he's a funny dude i really like him he really is um do we see the guardians in the next king dynasty and and the secret wars because i feel like they could they could they could make an appearance for secret wars but that's even stretching it because i feel like the only reason why they were in um the and the Infinity War and Endgame because I was throwing in space and that kind of ha- and they have their hatred against Thanos as well, so that kind of tied it in. I don't see granted Guardians in three can fix that tie there in with Kane the Dynasty and all that, but as of right now, I don't see myself. That also goes with Captain Marvel as well. I don't really see them ha- tying in into this movie as well. I don't there was, know. There was Infinity War where Hawkeye was just not in the movie at all. There was like nah. There's definitely going to be heroes that are just not addressed. I mm-hmm. think I think one of them, at least for one of them that I don't think will come, Bucky will not be in this movie. I feel like that's just, you know, a thing. Yeah. Um, as far as the Guardians go, I think maybe one or two of them might show up. But mm-hmm. it's very well a possibility that the whole, like, new Guardians lineup after Guardians 3 could just not appear in the movie. It, it would be fine because there, there comes a time, and we're both wrestling fans. You know, whenever you add too much bloat to the roster, it just becomes meaningless at that yeah. point. So, to throw in not only all these new heroes that we've just added, you even recommended like Moon Knight and people like them. You need that time to let them 
you know, grow and people who don't watch the Moon Knight series or the Miss Marvel series, She-Hulk, any of those Disney Plus series, which is kind of weird, you should, but... Throw shit at me, okay. I wasn't really talking about you because there's people that haven't watched WandaVision but watch Multiverse of Madness and it's kind of like... Why is Wanda destroying the multiverse? Exactly. So I'm like, well, there's the whole series. Also, too, if I'm on a rant about calling out people, everyone complaining about Abomination having like a real voice, like a goofy voice in the She-Hulk series are the same people that called the Incredible Hulk movie that came out with Edward Norton. And we got the right version of Abomination in that one. They called that movie trash. It's a very underrated gem in the MCU. That's all oh, I'm really? saying. It is. It's just some characters could have looked better than others in that movie. Yeah. During that time. Um, so I want to talk this movie because we, we hinted it. We talked about him being in the the MCU, the um, the next Avengers movie. Who do you think is going to be the, be the big bad for Spider Man? You know, he just had the multiverse. You had Homecoming, and I feel like that could have that could have just been a good send off for Spider Man as well too. But now with Spider Man Four, the first Spider Man movie that we get a fourth movie. Uh, who do you think would be because? Remember, Spider-Man 3 was supposed to be um, Craven. Yeah. You, you teased um, Venom, even though in the post-credits scene, Venom is in this, that um, symbiote is in that universe now in the MCU. But yeah, I think Craven the Hunter, you know, a college kid running while trying to get his studies on, and this hunter is trying to hunt him. Uh, well, they're doing that Aaron Taylor Johnson craven movie yeah but like the premise of that movie is the craven that we're both talking about like the the actual craven the hunter like bad guy is either the father or the grandfather of aaron taylor johnson and he's taking up the mantle of craven but like he's gonna be like a weird anti-hero or like a bad guy but like you you would never in the yeah i'm assuming you watched the spider-man 90s tv show Yes. And you remember how Craven first was an evil guy hunting Spider-Man, and then it turns out he becomes a good guy at the end? From what you're saying, that kind of sounds like what they're going to. But I would still want to see Craven the Hunter versus Spider-Man first. Oh, yeah. You can definitely do that. Also, you're more of... Um, you, you definitely know more about this than me. But Secret Wars is very much tied to Spider-Man having the symbiote suit. So it's very much... I think that's almost like a post credit scene layup to give to the MCU to just be like, hey, like it's coming, like relax. But for as far as a big bad for uh, Spider-Man in his college days, now it's going to be. Um, I, I do like Craven the Hunter, but I feel like there's room for like the Hobgoblin, somebody like Scorpion. I, he I, was teased and never, never really... Paid, yeah, never played. With Hobgoblin, because there were multiple variations of the Hobgoblin with different people picking up the manter. And I feel like um, yeah, Ned is, Ned Lees is one person in the comics that have picked up the Hobgoblin manter. And I feel like you need a tear in that, have Ned. Because right now I've known Ned as this goofy, loving guy, Peter's ex-best friend. And I feel like you need something to um, do something like have Peter jog his memory. And then because of that, Ned is in danger. And Ned could be like, my life was perfectly normal until you gave me back my memories. Now my life's in danger. Why would you do that? You're not a real friend. 
and then he hates Peter and starts building stuff. He's no longer the guy in the chair, but he's the guy on the glider. And now, I can get down with that, but I just hatched. It's kind of along the same lines of what you're saying. but And this is why we're friends. Exactly. Because in Multiverse of Madness, everyone's minds got erased. Ned Leeds doesn't know Peter Parker. He knows of him, but like, hey, I don't know you. In that movie, I feel as if uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man will be trying to like weasel his way back into the fold and like be like, hey, like, I know like who you are. We have similar interests, air quotes. We were just best friends. And there's a whole thing that happened. He'll be doing that too much to the point where he maybe does cause Ned to get into an accident or blah, blah, blah. And that'll cause the hatred towards Peter Parker. Potentially in comes a Norman Osborn of the MCU and potentially heals Ned and kind of like manufactures the Hobgoblin. Maybe. Maybe. I I actually like that too, but I feel like you have um, Harry Osborn come in and you meet him in college and have him be the best friend because right now... Bro Goblin. Bro Bro Goblins, yeah. Because technically... Uh, Green Goblin comes from Hobgoblin. He sees all the gliders, so I feel like that'd be a good way. Norman Osborn creating him all this stuff, like the glider and all that, and turning him into the Hobgoblin, which I feel like the Hobgoblin, to me, is way better than Green Goblin, but that's, I'll die on that hill. Hey, you know, you heard it here first. First the Iron Fist, now... Uh... Whatever propaganda he's spewing about the uh, the goblins of the so, MCU. Let me ask you this one because, like I said, I've been watching like during quarantine the Spider Man TV shows, and the spectacular Spider Man they added a character which we have yet to see, which this movie is also supposed to be coming out in twenty twenty five. Nova. Mm. We've seen the Nova Core and everything like that. It's supposed to be a Disney Plus series. Who would you want to play as Nova? So, Nova, from what I understand, is a younger superhero, right? He's really, yeah, he's an asshole, but he's also pretty funny. He makes fun of people. Um, this might be a cop-out, because like, he's playing the DC version of what I would call Nova. Uh, he's playing Blue Beetle in the DC Cinematic Universe. Sholo uh, Martinez, the guy from Cobra Kai. Ah. I think he would play a very good Nova. I, I he just has that young kid aesthetic. He has the char- the charisma. He's very much like obviously he's in tune with the superhero side of Hollywood. So why not? I know it's a, a cheap little um, cheap little thing to say right now and like not give like a like a true like oh my gosh like this is the guy. Yeah. Um. But I really like him. I'm really high on him. I, I got someone better, and you might hate me or love me for this. Grant Gustin. Tom Holland. Oh. No. <laughs> Tom Everybody cast Tom Holland in the movie. Um, Grant Gustin. I, I like that. I, um, I, I love and, the actor. You know this. And Grant Gustin is young enough to be yeah, actually play as like a 19-year-old kid. This kid, doesn't, this man does not age. Unless he grows his beard out like he did in that one season of The Flash. But he, tell me I'm wrong. He looks like the same person he did in season one. That's yeah. He he just has not aged, and no. this can go pretty much any way, depending on um, like where they, how old they want to make Nova, 
mm-hmm. and then versus how young. Like it, you can really dive into the pool of whoever. What about Hulk? Hulk. Oh no, Hulk from Cobra Kai playing. Oh, uh-huh. that see, like I'd be fine with that too. Yeah, I'd be fine with that too. It's the matter of like, you know, giving that character the proper balance of like personality versus you know seriousness and you know since he's cosmic he's going to be dealing with a lot bigger things because it's always in the mcu that bigger stuff comes from the stars so nova will definitely be like one of the uh things we might see him in guardians 3 just get an introduction with um, adam warlock and he can help but who knows nova's one of my favorite space characters out there You know, it's very much, especially like now that we're calling these shots so early on in the timeline, Mm -hmm. we can, a lot can change as we both know with delays and blah, blah, blah. Like who knows what the heck's happening. Wanda could have another movie by then. (laughs) Or a show. Yeah, or a show. WandaVision season two. What are you doing? Wakanda forever? Who is this? Yeah. The, the, are you not going to talk about um, the Wakanda series? Oh, I, Okoye, we could talk about that. I mean, it's more or less speculation at this point. And like, no, please no. I don't want it. Well, why, why are people so high on this character? I don't know, but I want to see more of Wakanda, if that makes sense. Especially post T'Challa, you know? But yeah, Phase 6 is very open-ended. There's a lot of empty space. We can obviously, in another podcast, fill in the blanks, by all means, because... Hey, you know, we can speculate. We're allowed to. But that about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. We hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every Wednesday morning. We got the Get Comfy Game Break. We got the Get Comfy Podcast every single Sunday and Wednesday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Network. I have been Kalo, joined by the one and only. Aim on the mic. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.